0: Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Cork's Red FM You're very welcome along to the first Big Red Bench of 2023 and a big show to get the new year rolling Massive weekend as, as always of course of FA Cup third round fixtures at this time of the year we have all the results and details of the remaining fixtures coming up big week of GA even though this early already in January was a huge week and weekend as well of GA with club action ongoing Cork with two wins in both codes mid week we have reaction from Cork football manager John Cleary players Kevin O'Donovan and Brian O'Driscoll Cork hurling selector Fergal Condon gave his thoughts after their win in Tralee we also hear from the Kerry Camps post game Massive weekend of basketball here in Cork. Adrian O'Sullivan speaks ahead of Emporium Cork's National Cup semi final this evening. That and loads more coming up before 7. Aiden Lee here with you until 7 o'clock on Cork's Red FM on the Big Red Bench. 0868 104 106 to get in touch with us either text or WhatsApp at Big Red Bench. On Twitter, massive, uh, massive week of sport already. Early on in the year, FA Cup time, of course. Um, pretty much, nearly every team in the football league is playing a match today. Loads going on. I'll be uh, going full football classifieds there in a few moments once we jump into it. I just. Just piquing my interest there as uh, I was coming through the intro is the story that is quite funny in a way, but I actually wouldn't mind seeing how this would turn out. Vodveig Arst, you might remember him, the man who caused all the chaos in the World Cup quarterfinal between uh, the Netherlands and Argentina. Remember that that uh, free kick routine that he, that he uh, sent home? Big lanky fella, United. Manchester United are apparently in for him to take him on loan for six months. Sure why not It's something different anyway Martial can't be relied upon anyway He's been fairly sluggish But they did start off The FA Cup weekend With a win last night They defeated Everton 3-1 at Old Trafford And are into the fourth round We'll see who's joining them Um, Spurs I suppose are the first team to be joining them they won earlier on they defeated Portsmouth by just the goal Tottenham um, Tottenham's skipper of course Harry Kane and Telly's man is now just one away from Jimmy Greaves uh, Spurs goal record here's George Alderman
1: it's finished. Tottenham 1, Portsmouth 0 and the Premier League side avoiding an upset against their League 1 opponents and of course it was Harry Kane that made sure they didn't go out of the FA Cup. The England captain with a great strike from the edge of the area. He was falling slightly backwards as he hit it but curling it into the right corner giving the Pompey goalkeeper Joshua Griffiths absolutely no chance. Spurs were the better side in the end in the second half but they were booed off at half time Less than inspiring first half performance. As for Portsmouth, they're without a manager after sacking Danny Cowley, but they'll be leaving North London with their heads held high. A really good performance against their Premier League opponents, Tottenham. They'll need to be much better than this if they're to end their trophy droughts and wait for a first major piece of silverware since 2008. It's finished. Tottenham one, Portsmouth nil.
0: Yeah, just about getting over the line there, Antonio Conte's side. Elsewhere lots of goals between Chesterfield and West Brom of the Championship and they'll uh, both be in the hat for the fourth round job because they're going to go to a replay. It finished 3 all. Here's Joe Rawson.
1: Full-time Chesterfield 3, West Brom 3 in a classic FA Cup third round tie here in North Derbyshire. Brandon Thomas Asante giving the Baggies the lead after just 90 seconds, but the host responded almost immediately. Tyrone Williams firing in from a well-worked corner. Colin Grant then restored the West Brom's advantage Coolly finishing when he was slotted through one on one, but again Chesterfield came back. Armando Dobra uh, firing in from a Jeff King cross, and then Dobra putting the Spurites in the lead for the first time after calmly slotting home uh, after Quigley's shot was initially saved by the goalkeeper. It came back to Dobra, and uh, he put it into the back of the net. All of those five goals in the first half, West Brom really turned the screw during the second and eventually their uh, hard work paid off with an equaliser with almost the last kick of the game a lofted ball put into the penalty area, Brandon Thomas Asante ran onto it and headed it into the top left hand corner, his second goal of the game to spare the Baggies blushes. 66 places between these two sides in the football pyramid you wouldn't have guessed it though with today's match, both teams in the hat for the fourth round, Chesterfield three West Brom three
0: Great bit of Rod Stewart in the background there to the to that report as well from Joe Rawson. Uh, yeah, uh, plenty of goals in that one as I said, Chesterfield and West Brom going to a replay. Fulham have beaten Hull City 2-0. Here's Adam Jury.
1: Fulham have recorded a 2-0 win away at Hull. It was the Cottages who took the lead in the 37th 7th minute when a Wilson effort was parried away by Ingram into the path of Kazawa, who converted the rebound. The Tigers could have scored several if they had more quality and composure in front of goal, but in searching for a leveller, they fell to a 93rd minute counter-attack which James scored to ensure that the cottagers progressed to the fourth round of the FA Cup. Full time here at the MKM Stadium, it finished whole nil, Fulham two.
0: Yeah, and a game that uh, is very telling in who, uh, which team, will be in the Premier League next year. Burnley defeating Bournemouth, of course. Burnley, Championship leaders under the management of Vincent Company um, and uh, they defeated Bournemouth four two. Bournemouth, obviously struggling. Uh, a lot in the Premier League and uh, under Gary O'Neill look very very likely to go down 4-2 as I said here's Alan Seabrook it's
2: finished Bournemouth 2 Burnley 4 at the end of a cup day, worthy of the name and chocked full of goals the first of which came on 5 minutes as Manuel Benson fired Burnley into the lead and watched Ryan Christie levelled things up 7 minutes later it was the visitors who went in at half time in the lead after Zarori had bagged a brace early in the second half Dominic. Solanke pulled one back for the home side Bournemouth to give them some hope but on 57 minutes Manuel Benson crashed home his second of the game to ensure that it would be Burnley that go into the hat for the fourth round at draw
0: it's finished Bournemouth 2 Burnley 4. Bloody Burnley anyway let's get into all the rest of the results sad uh, finished Southampton 2 Crystal Palace 1 big win as I said for Southampton uh, Forest Green Rovers and Birmingham City was postponed Leicester City got the better of Gillingham 1-0 Preston North End defeated Hurt, Huddersfield Town 3-1 Reading got the better of Wat, for Watford at home 2-0 Spurs as we heard defeated Portsmouth 1-0 Burnley 4 Bournemouth 2 uh, Nottingham Forest really poor day a massive massive upset huge win for Blackpool 4-1 it finished you know it wouldn't be that big an upset I suppose if it was you know 2-1 scrape, to, scrape a win but for Blackpool to go and absolutely dismantle uh, Steve Cooper's Nottingham Forest the Premier League side you know huge huge Win and Forrest, I worry for them as well in the Premier League. I think Forrest and Bournemouth are certainly uh, in danger of going back down to the Championship. Accring- Accrington Stanley and Boreham drew 1-0 Boreham I believe are the lowest ranked team left in the competition and they live to fight another day also gone to a replay as we heard West Brom and Chesterfield It finished 3 all. Fleetwood Town where David Harrington is gone he wasn't involved today uh, Cork City FC's goalkeeper for 2022 he's gone to Fleetwood Town Scott Brown is the manager there 2-1 they defeated Queen's Park Rangers as we heard Fulham defeated Hull City away 2-0 it was Ipswich Town for Rotherham United one. not good news for Chiodoziog Ben Eve there. Brighton and Ovalbion, huge win for Roberto de Zerbi's side. Evan Ferguson, who was who had 2-2 two and two going into the game, he didn't get on the score sheet but did play a part in the opening goal, I believe it was 5-1 to Brighton against Middlesbrough. So uh, Evan Ferguson's steady rise, hopefully it'll stay steady and stay consistent, uh, stays going. Sheffield beat Millwall 2-0 and Sunderland got the better of Shrewsbury 2-1. Ongoing at the moment, to London derby an all Premier League affair between Brentford and West Ham United. Um, Wrexham, thirty-eight minutes in, lead Coventry City two-one. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of people who'll be looking out for Wrexham after the uh, the documentaries and all the attention with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney owning the club. It's nil-all between Burton Albion and Grimsby Town. Wigan lead Luton one-nil. And the game that's on Premier Sports at the moment, Newcastle United and Sheffield Wednesday, it's nil all after nine minutes. The final game of the day sees Liverpool, the holders, take on Wolverhampton Wonders. And usually you would expect Cuevin Kelleher to be involved in the Liverpool lineup in a cup game. But um, I believe Jurgen Klopp uh, confirmed during the week that Allison is going to start, so uh, it's a bit disappointing. Uh, but uh, on we go. Uh, Celtic moving things to Scotland Celtic extended their lead at the top of the Scottish Premiership to 12 points they defeated Kilmarnock 2-0 third placed Hearts were held to a 1-0 draw away to St Mirren. with Aberdeen now just 3 points behind them after a 2-0 victory against St Johnstone Ross County remain bottom after losing 2-0 at home to Livingston Alright, uh, rugby also ongoing at the moment. Um, Ulster earlier on in the men's URC, uh, lost away to Benetton Treviso 31-29. And, uh, currently ongoing, I think it's still ongoing anyway, in Musgrave Park. Uh, the Munster women's side began their defense of the, uh, The uh, Women's Interprovincial Championship and they do lead still 27-0, The lead Ulster, uh, 63 minutes gone. Claire Bennett um, missed the conversion, I think, uh, on that try, but uh, yeah, uh, convincing so far, 63 minutes in for Munster Women's side at Musgrave Park. Okay, we're going to turn our attention now to basketball. It's a massive weekend of basketball. All the National Cup semifinals are on across Cork, across the county this weekend. Uh, so many games already been played and uh, now the uh, Pat Duffy Cup is uh, the semi-finals should be off there the first one should be underway by now uh, they're both on in the Neptune Stadium at 8pm of course in Cork Basketball face DBS ana in their semi-final huge huge game for the and side. side um, obviously in Cork uh, the, the new name for this season Um, and it's uh, one that's been quite successful for them as we hear uh, as I spoke to Adrian O'Sullivan about the season and about the game tonight alright I'm joined on the line by Emporium Cork basketball player Adrian O'Sullivan. Adrian, uh, thanks a million first of all for joining us on the Big Red Bench.
3: No problem, man. Thanks a million for having me. I appreciate the time.
0: Not at all. Uh, it's, it's a year of real change, I suppose. Obviously, a name change from Ballincollig to Emporium Cork Basketball, and so far, it's been a very positive season.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we um, we're into the National Cup semi-final tomorrow night, um, which is a step further than we were this time last year um, and we're right towards the top of the table again um, around Christmas time, which is, which is always where you want to be. So yeah, we're playing a and tomorrow night, um, who are doing really, really well. They've, uh, they've all the momentum at the moment. They're on about uh, an eight or nine game winning streak. um, So up against it tomorrow night, but uh, really excited about the challenge. And um, it's great to be a part of, great to be a part of the National Cup's final weekend. It's, um, it's just one of those weekends really that, uh, it's like a festive for basketball, really. In order, it's like twenty-two games across um, across three gyms now in the next uh, the next forty-eight hours. So, um, it's great to be a part of it. Absolutely, as you said, they're doing
0: quite well in Super League fourth, as it stands. And I mean, it was only twenty nineteen twenty when he secured promotion out of the second tier. So, it's it's very good progress.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I suppose um, a couple of years ago, uh, my uncle and he put um, he put pen to paper and you know, Kiran, my brother, and uh, my cousin Ron and a couple of the other lads still in Corkery and some of the other boys that I went to school with, they um, they kind of, it was it was like a perfect storm. They all came together. They went back to the club um, and as my, as my, as my uncle Kieran put pen to paper, you know, we, ju- we just got a couple of, a uh, couple of things together and they were looking on the road to see where uh, where we could take it and um, there's plenty of people joined in and along the way and we got, we had an unbelievable professional, we had an unbelievable American in uh, Andre Nation the last couple of years and, um, then this season we brought in John Dawson and uh, Jose Jimenez, who've been uh, who've been incredible uh, leaders for us and and brilliant uh, advocates for for what we're trying to do in Um uh, So yeah, it's been it's been a great journey. Um, I think it's six years today. now where we were in the intermediate national cup semi final, um, it's six years ago. So yeah, since then the uh, the journey's been great for us, um, and we're only on the up at the moment. So it's great
0: absolutely yeah. and the landscape as well has shifted obviously Three warriors who won it all last season they're really struggling uh, this year and the likes of yourselves you've capitalized on that shift and and you've and you've secured that sort of uh,
3: landscape now in, in that part of the table yeah look it it's it's very hard to say that um that that they are struggling big time like they're still they're still beating around the bush but what i will say is that they had two incredible professionals um last year, Nicola Rosso and um, and Aaron Calixti, the American, they were absolutely wonderful players um, and they kind of really brought them over the top last year. So I'm not going to say that the boys they brought in this year aren't as good, but the rest of the league has kind of matched what Shirley brought in last year. There's there's a, an insane amount of professionals playing now in our league and Marie and Galway have uh, have really upped their game. They've brought in plenty Neptune in Cork, have brought in plenty of Blue Demons in Cork. And um, so the standard of player has really come up in the last two, three years since I, since I was in the league. Um, so that's kind of, we're kind of matching what Tralee brought. I think they did raise the barrier the last few years. So it is, it is shifting to different clubs and Ana being one of them as well. Um, but, you know, it's very hard to be at the top for that long. And Tralee have won four to five trophies now in the last three years. So, But um, I don't think, once they make the playoffs, I don't think anybody wants to play them either, you know, so but it's great for the league they, as I said they were the standard bearer um, and even Belfast are now in the north like a and Dublin so there's, there's a lot of teams now that are um, that are really going after it so the standard of the league is great
0: yeah as you said DBS a in the semi-final uh, Saturday night and like you said having a very good year of it they top the conference north they're second in the Super League standing so it, it will be as you said a tough one but I'm sure you're relishing that challenge
3: yeah absolutely look it's it's great to be a part of the occasion and um, you know you you just you go back to the drawing board. There, the last couple of days, and uh, we really knuckled down on our on our scouting report and what they like to do. And the thing about in is they've won they've won a lot of games, obviously this year, but they've won in multiple different ways. So they've won scoring ninety five points, but they've also won games scoring in the low seventies, high sixties. So um, and you have to take that as a positive. You know they find different ways to uh, to to win games, and they're very very deep. They've got a lot of shooters, a lot of different guys that are very versatile. They can play both ends of the floor. So. Um, yeah, just you have to raise the challenge. You have to be excited about it. You know, I'm sure they're they're trying to worry and trying to sort out a few things about what we can do as well. So it's definitely going to be a battle. It's um it's really exciting one for uh, for a lot of neutral people in uh, in particular.
0: Does preparation differ for a cup game like this compared to your weekly Super League game?
3: Um, I still i I still always go on like I try not to change the routine too much. You know, you want to make it as as normal as possible. Um, I suppose you might you might think about this one a little bit more because it is. You know, if you, if you win, you're going to be on TG eight or you're 40 minutes away from um, from playing the National Cup final. So I suppose that's in the back of your head all week. But, you know, I'm still going to, I, I'm working as a personal trainer at the moment. Um, so I'm still going to wake up tomorrow morning and, and go to work, you know, on the day of the game next. That's what I'm used to. So I don't like to change it too much. Um, and I'm sure a lot of the inner boys and Banacoli boys will do the same, you know, Um you just don't you don't want to overplay the game uh too much in your head it's just it's going to be another 40 minute game once the ball is thrown up you just you do what you're supposed to do and um, but yeah i suppose you're, you're you're probably more excited really because it is a great occasion to be a part of um but you don't want to change your routine you know
0: yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I know there's a semi-final first, but how much would it mean bringing a cup home to Balling College, like, you know, the likes of yourself, as you mentioned, your brother, Kieran, and all the other locals heavily involved?
3: Yeah, look, it's it sounds a bit cliche, but it would really be everything. It's been, um, that's what's been, what, what our goal has been the last few years, ever since we first uh, went into the National League. We wanted to push the boundaries and see how far we can take it. And I know it's in our own hands, you know, so we're 40 minutes away from a final, you know, it'd be great to get there. And then obviously when you're there, you... Uh, all you wanna do is go and win and take it home to Cork. But look, it's 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 gonna be a difficult task. We're really excited about it, but it absolutely it would mean everything. Um, you know, it's great to play with the people that you grew up with, and went to school with, um, you know, the people that are always that have always been there around the village and we're at the top level now in Irish basketball and it's uh it's really, really exciting, particularly for our younger boys as well, you know. Um so yeah big time looking forward to it now
0: absolutely well Adrian from everyone here on the bigger bench in Red FM we wish you and the Emporium Cork basketball team the very best of luck thanks a million
3: thanks a million appreciate the time man cheers
0: yeah very best of luck there to Adrian and all at uh, Emporium Cork basketball when they take on DBS Aina in the semi-final of the Pat Duffy Cup it's half time in the other semi-final the one preceding them in Neptune Stadium and it's St. Vincent's 53, University of Galway, Mary 34. I would imagine that Mary would have been the uh, the favourite for that one, so uh, maybe an upset on the cards there. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, best of luck anyway to Emporium Cork Basketball. Now let's uh, move it along to Gaelic Games and um, a big, big midweek uh, block of, of Gaelic Games, of course, with the beginnings of the pre-season competitions and... Uh, Big win for Cork, over oh for Kerry, in the football in Parky on Wednesday, 5-11 to 1-14. Um, now I do, I don't even know, if, Look, I'm not <laughs> not just saying this though, but uh, I don't think Kerry kicked much ball before this game was played. But on the upside, I'm, I'm delighted to see that Cork are flying fit because it looks like they are absolutely ready to meet the league head on. And it looks like they're going to be absolutely flying for that first league game. So that is very positive to see. And I'm I'm happy uh, to have seen that. They look really, really sharp, Cork. You know, a lot of these, like, uh, Cork teams of the past might still have lost to that Kerry team as bad as they were the the last day. You know what I mean? Uh, So uh, it's good to see them. And uh, just looking that sharp. And they'll need to be because it's going to be a tough Division 2 campaign. But... You know, if they're if the way they're going, if they can keep that uh, that fitness and conditioning up, and uh, of course, okay, everything's predicated on on keeping guys fit and off the physios table as well. They have a real, real chance of uh, of going and attacking that that Division Two of the league, and um, you know who knows where it'll take them. Uh, Let's hear the thoughts of Cork manager John Cleary after the game
4: alright John. first of all just your assessment of your team's performance tonight overall
5: Uh, we did well enough now you know um, I suppose Kerry hadn't their strongest team out or anything like that and uh, I suppose look I was pleased the way we moved the ball and we defended at times and uh, it wasn't all perfect or anything like that Um, but look it's great to be out playing and and the lads were itching to go there we've been training with the last five weeks and, and we haven't even had a challenge game so there's a bit of work done in training so thanks be to God we were able to play out there tonight and I thought we did it At times, and uh, now Kerry were blowing hard at you know a lot of their players. You could see maybe a few more holidays there for a few weeks or whatever. So you know it was pleasing with a win and get off the ground and we're up and going now.
4: You obviously want to move the ball quickly this year, and you tried to do that tonight. The other thing you were shouting at your players was around the middle of the field breaking ball. That's something that you want them to win a lot more of as the year goes on.
5: Yeah I suppose yeah I should look the big games are always won on the breaking ball and and we need to be down there we need to and we need to start hopefully as we mean to one look we we'll have a lot bigger test than, than what happened there tonight um you know our league is going to be very very tough but look uh we could only, you know, play what was in front of us. And, um, look, carried only three there starters, we're aware of that. But look, from our own point of view, and we're looking at it, it was, it, was, it was pleasing enough the way we played at times, but still a lot to work on, and just the first match is out the way now, so we can work on it from here on in, you know. Um, Connor Callan scored two four from the field He must have been impressed with that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, you know at times there, uh, Cullum wouldn't be maybe the most accurate. But tonight, uh, he just seemed to have a shooting boots there, and he, you know, he's a big, strong, forceful player. And I suppose maybe a couple of times there, Kerry backed off, and they, they were, I didn't think that that he may have it in the locker to, to score. But like, yeah, yeah, he did well. He's trained well there over the last five weeks, and you know, he he, he played well enough there tonight, chap. Yeah or some of the newcomers who stood out for for you there? yeah see, look um, I'm trying to think who the newcomers are now um, Connor uh, Barber, uh, think season uh, season Conor Corbett and, uh, and Chris Oag like really hasn't much played and Brian O'Driscoll has been out for a couple of years so look they, they all put in a shift and, and uh, I thought the team played well as a unit at times you know the interpassing and the defending they defended well as a unit so but as I said look there'll be there'll be a like, lot tougher days out ahead and so we're just delighted to get the season is up and going now and we got it clear now in, 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 on, on, on Sunday week and we'll, say, we'll see what that brings you know that's going to be another a lot of tough one and then into the the league um meet Kildare in Dublin so um you know, this is just preparation for that and that's what it is, you know.
6: You named a strong start in fifteen. Is it important so for Cork to hit the ground running like you said there, McGrath Cup, straight into the league, straight into the championship. So you want the guys to get those those minutes of games into the leagues as quickly as possible?
5: Absolutely, like Cork hasn't been an awful lot of success there over the years and and there's nothing legal. You, you, you'll get success if you have confidence and you know you'll get confidence if you're winning games and, and you know, um if we if you go home beaten you're you're always doubting and looking looking behind you and wondering what's going wrong and the day you win then there's more right and wrong and that's what happened tonight so definitely we wanted to hit the ground running this year we were down to Kerry last year in the McGrath Cup there, put out a full team hammered us off the field so you know they, they built momentum from there and kind of we're learning from that and hopefully that maybe we might be able to do the same and, and, and build a bit of momentum over the next few weeks and see where it takes us the Sigurdsson
2: starts next week John will you and anything?
5: Well, it's a it, it, it load again for the for a lot of the lads there, and and uh, hopefully we can we'll be able to manage it. You know that that was a great thing about being able to use all the eleven subs there tonight. That um, you know some guys needed a, a, a minutes and other guys didn't. We were able to you know they put in a big shift and and uh, they were able to come off. So um, yeah, it is it's going to be a trying time for a few of the players. So hopefully they can come through without injuries. Um, we'll a lot of them. will have games Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. But look, what can we do the same for everyone else and hopefully we can just manage as best we can. How many do you have, do you reckon? I think we've seven with um, with, with UCC and uh, uh, we have Conor Corbett with DCU, and I think we have four out of the panel. So I think we have maybe a 13-14 in total. Yeah. There is yeah, there is yeah. yeah. It is, it is. But look, that's, that. we can't do a bit about that. Just deal with it, yeah. and and hopefully, look, if if the weather stays reasonably okay, like the likes of the pitch there tonight, if you're if there's a muck and gutter, they're much more inclined to get bangs and hits and things like that. Whereas if you can move the ball pretty quickly, and it's it's it makes it a bit easier, and maybe fellas won't get injured. You know,
6: anybody's back for the game against Clare. I'm thinking the likes of Liam Donnelly. I know
5: Clancy or is yeah we, we don't know no we'll, we'll be um, the, the, Clancy was away on his honeymoon so he's back now the weekend and uh, Liam is, is just is, is not right yet so uh, we'll just see how they are now during the week so not yeah. not 100% sure but yeah got oh, on his
4: hurling commitments are, are
5: that yeah that's it yeah like we, we we felt there with an All Ireland final next week that, that you know we, we didn't want to play him tonight because that's a huge game for him and uh, you know he'll be back then. After that, and you know, he will be another body that that, that 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 we have, you know.
6: And how optimistic are to you for, for this season, Jack? This sound like you've you've told this is your your team now. You look him in last season of a kind of mid mid season, like as an interim coach. But now you're you're, yeah. you're 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 the manager now. You brought in the players. Like this is the squad that you want to work with, you know. So how yeah, well, I suppose it isn't my team. It's the county's team.
5: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's the it, it's not my opinion. I have good lads with me there that, that look at him. So like they're all car players, and you know, one person's opinion of a player is different to another. So look, it's 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 our heads that are on the block, and. Um, Um, you know, at the start of every year, you're always optimistic, no matter what, you know, if you put in the effort, and I think these guys will, um, you know, we'd be hopeful that we can do well. But we don't know, we we realise it's going to be very tough. You could get two or three injuries to vital players at different times, but we're really looking forward to it. Like, you know, meet Kildare Dublin the first three matches, who wouldn't be? And um, once we put our best foot forward, we'll end up where we deserve to end up. And and, and hopefully that's up towards the top of Division 2 and we can take it from there.
0: Yeah, John Cleary there. Uh thanks a million to uh John McCarthy of course who was at Parkurin for us getting us those clips. But yeah, John Cleary, pretty simple philosophy, give the team the best chance of winning. And if you go out there and win every game, you win titles. So uh yeah, uh fair play and uh it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, Cork fare for the rest of the competition. We're going to hear from Jack O'Connor a little later on. First, let's hear from a man returning to the county panel and who impressed massively the last night getting a couple of goals. Here's Brian O'Driscoll. Brian O'Driscoll, first of all, congratulations.
4: Really good to be back in the Cork jersey. How happy are you with your own performance? Uh, yeah, look, it's good to be back with Cork after four and a half years away. Um, I suppose I was tearing to get back there for a little while. Didn't happen. And I suppose, look, tonight just shows that uh, I was able to step up to the plate and uh, you know, mix, it with, mix it with some of the lads out there tonight yeah you looked uh, really happy when you were out there and please I mean obviously you're on the end of a flying move great goal uh, during the game but like overall it's the first game of the season so I have to take things in context but just being back and being involved in the Cork panel and training, like uh, it's obviously bringing you on. 100%, yeah. Look, there's there are some good players in Cork there, and, and every player I think in the county probably aspires to be on the county team. So look, it's early doors, it's only January. It, teams have little little to none done, I suppose, especially Kerry, given the fact that they're coming off the All Ireland last year, they on holidays and whatnot. So God only knows what they've done. But look, it's we're focusing ourselves. We just wanted to get a bit of work into the legs there tonight, get a bit of football played, and we're happy with how things went. And just finally, how happy you know that you're part of the panel. Obviously, you want to kick on and build on this performance, and what you've been doing over the last few. Look, I'm delighted to be back involved at the panel. I think the setup there is brilliant. Um, John's a brilliant manager. Some of the guys he's got involved are really top class. Probably the best setup that's been there now in a couple of years. And, and you know, the, the players are back on board there
0: now, and it, things look positive going forward. Good stuff. Well done. We'll talk to you again. Cheers. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I think a lot gets made. You know, there was a lot of resistance to these preseason competitions staying on the calendar. But when you do hear from players and and working in the media now as I do, and you know, speaking to more players as I do. It's, these games are massive for them and for the likes of Brian O'Driscoll and we'll speak about the hurlers as well a little, little bit later on the likes of Declan Dalton in Tralee on Thursday these games are huge for them to get a, get minutes in, in a Cork jersey in a, an inter-county jersey let's say and to try and kick on and make their way into the panel for, for the league and on to the championship. so um, there is definitely purpose in all these competitions here is uh, John McCarthy with Kevin O'Donovan uh, Okay, first of all congratulations look his first game of the season a lot of cobwebs to been blown off but in terms of
4: performance in terms of getting those minutes it's under the belt uh, you must be happy overall
6: uh, yeah we came here to kind of put on a performance we? but we're we're under no illusion like it's only the Magad Cup and it was good to get the win but you know straight back in the train now we won't be letting up with a win here
4: yeah at this time of the season from a player's point of view is our games good because you're doing a lot of training a lot of strength and conditioning like is it nice to get out the pitch and especially taking on a team like Kerry
6: oh definitely yeah like playing we playing the All-Inde All-in Champions here in Packering in front of a decent crowd Not sure, not sure how many were here but uh, it's games over training. It's always going to be a game for me anyway. And I'm sure it's the same with everyone. Particularly forwards, there I'm sure, rather than running around, they love kicking scores out right there like that. So definitely games. And defenders like tackling and keeping the
4: carry forwards quite. You did a good job of that tonight. Like you must be pleased.
6: Yeah, definitely. I yeah, know they were short too, and look, they're back from Team Holland. Everything. They all, they are all our champions. So uh, I say they were blowing off the is, as you said. So uh, I'd say this yeah, just back in the training for us, same for them and it's only a regret couple like I said. But it's good, definitely good to get the win coming into the league, so a bit more confidence out coming into the league.
4: Exactly, just fine. It's gonna be very busy over the next few weeks and months if you know, like getting off to a positive start is a good thing for you. But from your own point of view, it's a very, very uh, competitive panel there. Like so everybody needs to be on their toes.
6: Oh definitely, yeah. This is the strongest panel we've had in a while. There's young fellas pushing, like we saw Mac Connor Corbett, now you know, Chris Oag, those fellas playing tonight, they were very good tonight. And then you've got the likes of Mark Cronin and Sherlock were on the bench tonight. You know, they were flying with their clubs this year. We saw the performances they put in. And then you've got Tommy Walsh came in the backs there. He came on there and he, he did very well when he came on. So there's place there's people pushing in every place and that's exactly what you need coming into the league. It's going to be hectic with the games coming up and that's exactly
0: what you're looking for. So delighted. Good stuff and best luck for the rest of your man. Thank you very much. Nice. Cheers. Yeah, Kevin O'Donovan there We're going to hear from Kerry manager Jack O'Connor After the break And we're also going to hear from Cork Hurling selector Fargal Condon And from the Kerry Hurling manager Stephen Malumphy Don't go away
5: The Big Red bet Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie Cork's Red FM
0: You're very welcome back to the Big Red Bench here on Cork's Red FM Aidan Leahy here with you until 7 o'clock and uh, we're going to continue our review of a big win for Cork in the McGrath Cup Wednesday night 5-11 to one fourteen, they defeated the kingdom and the All Ireland champions. Let's hear from Kerry boss Jack O'Connor after the defeat, and uh, John McCarthy was there speaking to him.
7: It was never going to be about the result. Obviously, it was going to be more about the performance and even
4: the experience of it. What do you take from it?
8: Yeah, we take more or less what we were, you know, what I was expecting deep down. That you can't, you can't expect for this, you know, to. You know, just have to We we, had two, we had two training sessions basically, and I'm sure Cork now have a good few more than two training sessions on. It was just a matter of, I thought the first maybe 10 or 15 minutes we were okay. You know, can see the very bad goal and uh, look look look. Cork just had legs in us all over the pitch, and they were creating overlaps. And they got five goals. They could easily have got eight or nine. And uh, just just legs. So it was good. It's a good reality check for all it's good to get it so early. Uh, gives offers a bit of context and shows them how much work they have to do if they didn't believe it already. So uh, no issue. Cock were good, played well, very fit for this time of year. Um, and then we had a bit of a mix mix them gather them of a team, you know, we were kind of mixing and matching and tried a few new lads. So um yeah, it was, it was um yeah. It was what it was, lads. You saw it yourselves. You know they yeah. they just had legs in us all over the place. So, and when you're not able to track runners, Cork running team, when you when you can't track runners, sure so you're you're you're, you're in with with that. You know.
5: Just on those few new lads that you get their head to tonight. You know Barry Sullivan, Barry Mahoney, and Rory Murphy, etc. Just just you know in, from what you could tell.
8: Ah, look lads, they did, they, they did fine, yeah. you, know, sure, sure, you know, there was a lot of fellas malf- malfunctioning around them, so I wouldn't uh, blame the new lads at all, but, yeah, look, we have another game, when is it, next Sunday, and um, after that then we'll begin proper preparation for the league, and we don't have a huge amount of time, you know, From is, is it three weeks from next Sunday, is it?
2: Is it
8: three 28, weeks? 28, isn't it? Uh, whatever that is, yeah. do the math. Um that's I suppose it's three weeks, yeah. So we don't have a huge amount of time but but like um it's reality check. We just didn't have the legs to compete with Cocktail tonight and when you don't have legs, sure it's gaps open up all over the place, you know.
9: Was it good to see Stefan you were able to give him uh, thirty five minutes tonight? He hasn't played for such so a long time for Kerry really. Yeah,
8: yeah, sure there's a lot of fellas. I yeah. haven't played football Mike you Green, know for a while. Yeah. And dead. um yeah, and look we're down we don't we don't obviously we're down quite a lot of players, so not between injuries and club commitments, but look, the game served us purpose. It, it 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 gave us a bit of context about where we are and how much work we have to do and so sure, that's that's all we wanted to get out of tonight really.
0: Yeah. All right, lads. Thanks, yeah, we're gonna get back to the uh to the Cork victories a little later on, of course, one in three, then Thursday night after that against Kerry. But first an update from the rugby. Leinster and Holders Munster have both registered bonus point wins on the opening day of the women's interprose. Jenny Murphy grabbed a pair of tries in Leinster's thirty eight ten victory against Connacht at Energia Park. Eva Doyle and Dervla Nick uh, scored two tries each for Munster as they eased to a 34 0 win against Ulster at Musgrave. Now, plenty of uh, pre season games on as well in Leinster. Dublin's defence of Hurling's Walsh Cup is off to a winning start. Lee Murphy, Glenn Whelan, and Andrew Jameson Murphy found the net as Michael Dunne's team ran out 326 to 222 victors against Antrim at Parnell Park. Uh, back-to-back wins for Louth in Football's Auburn Cup. The Wee County have edged out Kildare 14 points to 110 at Newbridge. And Desi Dolan's Westmeath overcame Wexford 116-6 points. While an Anton Sullivan goal helped awfully beat Wicklow 19-7. Longford were 16 points to four winners against Carlow and it finished all square at Navin. Uh, Meath 210 ten 16 points. The semi-finals of the AIB All-Ireland's Club Intermediate Football Championships took place today. Kerry's Rathmore became Feathered of Wexford, 216-110 at Parkie Rin. Galbaly Pierces of Tyrone enjoyed a four goals, four points to one-nine win against Galway's Drunmore McHales. Fossa of Kerry, David Clifford's Fossa defeated Meads Castletown by 314 to 11 in the last four of the junior, and they'll face Stewartstown after the Tyrone Kingpins overcame Clifton 113 8 in the other semi final. Let's hear now from David Clifford on that victory. He was speaking to Ashling O'Reilly.
10: David Clifford, congratulations. Through to the All Ireland final with Fossa. How does it feel?
11: Uh, it's brilliant, yeah. Um, look, I suppose the uh, semi final is a game where it's probably probably the cagest game you can play in any competition but especially here then with the with the prize of getting to crow park um so no it's great to get over the line
10: and what was it like out there today it was seven points you were up at half time but there was a very strong breeze out there so you did take advantage of it in that first half but you sort of did as well at the start of the second with potty getting that
11: goal uh yeah exactly like we we not that we thought we 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 didn't think we were out 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 of the woods by any means at half time um probably Really in fairness, as we came out in the first five minutes really strong, um, probably put the game to bed then which was you know, it's a strange feeling then in games you can get a bit flat and stuff like that, but uh thankfully we finished we finished the game well again.
10: And I was speaking to your manager, Adrian, there and he was just saying that he went away for the first time last night, obviously for the game, but it was our first night away as a team together and he said, you know, it's funny, that almost brings you closer together as a team.
11: 100%. Um, sure. Especially, for, I suppose, for myself and Paulie's point of view we would have been only kind of coming and going from Fossett the last few years. So to get a bit of time like this together with the, with, with the lads who we would have grown up with is, it's um, brilliant. It's, it's special life.
10: And obviously winning in the All-Ireland this year, Footballer of the Year. You've had Quite the year. I'm not going to go through everything that you won, <laughs> but obviously you're on track to to win a club All Ireland. Obviously one game to go, but what does it feel like? I suppose with your club, is it extra special?
11: Ah, it is definitely. Yeah. Um, obviously, look, the, the Kerry stuff is um, is what you, you know, what you always look to do when you're growing up. Um, whereas with Fossa, like there's probably days we were questioning maybe whether this would ever happen first because the Kerry championship is so is so strong. Um, so now I know, as I said, it's special and. I suppose it'll be all undone is the only thing if we don't get over the line next week so um, everything knows, is riding on that one
10: Yeah, you have a big test of Tyrone team, Stewartstown do you know anything about them?
11: Um, yeah, we, we, I think the lads have done a bit of research there. Now, as the year was going on um, I'm sure we had someone up there watching results. also um, No, they'll, they'll be very tough um, Look, in any Tyrone team, you know what you're going to get um, always have very skillful forwards and are always going to keep it very tight at the back so um, no, it's going to be very difficult, yeah
10: This is my first time seeing you play for your club, Um, the pandemonium that goes on with it, I couldn't believe the amount of people, I've seen the videos obviously on Twitter, but the amount of people that ran on before the final whistle, then they had to go off and then they ran again, how do you find all of that, because obviously it's an amateur sport playing for your local club, like, it's mad.
11: That's mad, I was afraid (laughs) some kid was going to get hurt out there. No, it is. It, look, it's, it's, it's great. Um, yeah. It's probably worse. When you come outside to Kerry, I think the Kerry people are probably, probably used to seeing us now. So, um, sure, look, it's great. It's great to be um, some sort of a role model to kids out there. Um, if it keeps them playing Gaelic football for a bit longer, it's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit mental, uh, just...
0: People flo- are just flocks of people uh, going to these 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 junior games. You know, Port Leach was packed today. They ran out of programs; they had to give people team sheets um, off the printer. And then uh, that crowd of of uh, of, of young young uh, kids running onto the pitch at full time. Uh, it's it's Clifford is, I think, different stratosphere of of any other. Uh, any other GA player in in Ireland at the moment? I would say I, I think it's fair to say that uh, it's he's a he's a new story, no matter what level he's playing at. Uh, anyway, moving on to the Munster hurling league clash that happened in and Astonstack Park on Thursday. Uh, I was on commentary duty for Munster T V and nursing a bit of a head cold as well. It was uh, it was a bit of a challenge, but I was uh, helped well by uh, Mark Murphy and uh, Eddie Murphy on commentary. Corks look really good, really sharp Kerry put up the best fight that they could uh, I think the best thing about Kerry was that they didn't lack in fitness um, or conditioning uh, It was more kind of a tactical uh, issues and that let them down You know, maybe, obviously, a bit of skill and sharpness as well Like, But 230-217 uh, to wasn't too bad 13 point differential, good shooting by Cork um, Techie Dalton, full forward Father O'Neill's club man what a game the man had he was unbelievable some of the scores he put over in the second half were excellent he got, uh, he scored a penalty he got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, one, seven, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with 5 from play uh, which was great going Shane Kingston was on the freeze in the first half and uh, knocked over 6 frees a point from play then pulled up with an injury, which hopefully is nothing too serious. They took him off straight away. Shane Bart came off the bench and was electric, scored 1-3, uh, 1-2 from play. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, really good going. Shane Bart looked really sharp as well off the bench. Alan Callaghan got four points. Cormac Bosang in the first half got three. Mark Keane was brilliant at wing back, playing 10 days or so before. Uh, and... Uh, an all Ireland uh, junior club final with Bally Giblin and made it through the half. Was excellent, it has to be said, and um, I'm sure that'll stand to him in the in the in the final with Bally Giblin. and uh, also I'm sure it was important for Pat Ryan. Uh, wasn't there on the night but I'm sure was tuning in and uh, it was important for him to get a look at Mark because I believe he's one of the only players that has never actually played under Pat Ryan Uh, pretty much all the other players have at some stage throughout their career it was Sean O'Donoghue's first game as captain as well of the county Uh, so all round it was uh, it was a great game and uh, good insight into both sides Kerry weren't too bad at all you know Podge Boyle of course picking up most of the scores Uh, Shane Conway with two points as well who Shane Conway has been probably disappointing over the last 18 months um, and you know it's just maybe it's just a lack of form he's a lot of hurling played as well obviously he was so good there with UCC a couple of years ago in uh, in Fitzgibbon cup finals uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if he can maybe regain his form but for Kerry from a, from a Kerry point of view obviously myself I was pretty happy with how the game went and thought Kerry acquitted themselves fairly well let's hear from Cork hurling selector Fargal Condon after the game Alright, I'm here with Fergal Condon after Cork's victory in the Munster Senior Hurling League over Kerry here in Austin Stack Park. Intrali 230 to 217, the final score. Fergal, plenty positives to take out of that first game in 2023?
9: Yeah, you know, we'd be delighted about coming down to Kerry tonight and, you know, I suppose we put up a nice score. You know, look, the mixed bag in terms of, you know, some of the scores that we gave away we were sloppy enough, but, you know, we'll go back onto the training ground and we assess that now and um, we'll chat about it with the players and we'll walk on the next game for next week. we are playing UCC in the Cannon in the Brain next week. Next week, so
0: you know, we'll, we, we'll try and correct those mistakes and we'll work on the positives as well. A few new faces, Declan Dalton, of course, will, will take the attention, and uh, Cormac as well in the first half. Very positive to see two guys coming into the team and performing fairly well down there. Yeah, I suppose
9: you know, they'll be anxious to get a run for a long time, and I suppose there'll be the hunger, and you know, that's great to see um you see it in training, and then when they can bring it to the field, that's what you're looking for, and I suppose. You have to credit you mentioned too fires so you have to credit other things because I suppose, you know, they were working hard and getting the ball out and I think we gave great at times up to the lads and I suppose they were in great positions which is you'll be very happy about that as well. Declan
0: Dalton in particular he seems to be that target man that Cork have lacked and in, in, like Tim Mahoney was tried there uh, last year under the previous regime and and Mark Keane as well who had an excellent game today at wing back was tried there at times he looks like he might be that man to make that number 14 jersey his own and a piece that Cork have been missing for a while maybe well I suppose every jersey is available in Cork
9: you know, um, not just that one but uh, I suppose the quality of the ball that a person gets makes, um, makes a big difference to how he's going to play as well so you know the um, number 14 jersey, does not jersey handed out to anyone yet. Doesn't have a lot of fellas in competition for every place. Dickie put his hand up tonight. He did do very well, and you know um, we'll take it from there.
0: Mark, I suppose, goes on to play in all Ireland Junior uh, Final now again, uh, second year in a row. He put in 35 brilliant minutes there at wing back. He yeah, very positive.
9: Yeah, I suppose you know you could see the farm that he's in with his club as well. You know, um, and it's great for us to have a player like that who come in and do you know that's what we expect when we take somebody in from the club uh, that are playing this. Uh, High level and you know high intensity at the time. Um, I suppose inter county is different from the club
0: scene, but you know, yeah, he acquitted us very well tonight. We'd be very happy with Matt. A few worries, I suppose. Shane Kingston going off there at the start of the second half. Do you know? Was it just maybe just a bit of a tweak? It was a precautionary to take him off.
9: Yeah, we we'll, we took him off immediately, you know. um I, I, we will assess it. down, but I'd say he tweaked his hamstring, you know, You're looking at maybe two weeks or something like that. No, but we'll get him assessed medically. I know. Um, you'll get that matches. You know.
0: Yeah, and so, Ben as well, I suppose, as the other one. they only he yeah. had on the pitch a minute and yeah, went down.
9: Yeah, yeah. It's just unfortunate for Ben, you know, young trying to control it. And he here getting injured, and all. But um, look, we'll,
0: we'll get him back, and we'll, they will be grinding again in a few weeks' time yeah as, as you said UCC next Tuesday and then Limerick of course Sunday week and this it's this competition could be a real springboard for you now going into the league and uh, start the year on a real positive note
9: correct we have an awful lot of, as I said earlier we have an awful lot of fellas we have 22 young fellas playing uh, for on on the next couple of weeks and, and plus the panel desk the remainder so we have an awful lot of things going on so there's loads of young putting their hand up and the existing lads with experience are around all the time still pushing all the buttons as well so we have a great atmosphere and own training and we're really happy so, you know we're, we're looking forward to the league now as well and ultimately the championship in the top degree apple but you know these are
0: only our stepping stones towards the championship at the end of the day thank you frog thanks for Fergal Condon there after Cork's victory in Chile in the Munster Hurling League against Kerry. Here is the Kerry Hurling boss, Stephen Malumphy. Yeah, I'm joined by uh, Kerry Hurling boss, Stephen Mulumpy after the Munster Hurling League clash between Kerry and Cork. Look, a 13-point differential in the end, but I suppose particularly with the second half, there's a lot of positives to take out of that performance.
2: Yeah, I suppose we started we started well enough maybe to about eight minutes. We were, we were there, thereabouts. It was even next. But uh, no, I suppose we didn't. We, Cork, I suppose, stepped on the gas in and, and pushed away from us. And, do you want know what? They found space where we... Didn't? didn't want them to find space but credit to Cork they came you know they came well they came hungry today they're very competitive um, which is exactly what you want even straight after half time it was straight into the game so I was delighted with the pace of the game you know these are the games we want small but disappointed to be honest we kind of went away in the first half from a lot of things we were meant to do we didn't do but as I said look these are the games you want um, yeah 13 points small but disappointing we, we'd hope to be there thereabouts um, a lot better than that as opposed to starting against the wind in the first half
0: but uh, no overall look as I keep saying these are the games you want and we learned or no, no, not from that today. I suppose a few fresh faces and a few returning faces like John B had a pretty good game and goal coming back into the side and Kyle O'Connor it was a baptism of fire I suppose his first game you know, against such a high level opposition but he really came into it there in the second half.
2: No it was, you're right I think we had uh, maybe four debuts today but him, like, he's 20 years of age in, so I think he was marking uh, Alan Carrigan and in Shane Kingston so a great way for him to, to begin and start off and I suppose that's what's positive for us is we had played what, 10 subs in total so it's good to get a turnover in the panel against that high quality um, opposition, and we look forward to makes our panel more competitive for the next game.
0: Yeah, I suppose there's still a lot to come back into the panel. The likes of On Ross and you know maybe Paddy and Matthew O'Connor as well, uh, possibly coming back into the panel. But uh, you're going to face Limerick now in a couple of weeks' time in Raheal. Will there be more added to this panel before you, you play that game, or is this the kind of panel you'd be looking at for that game? No,
2: I suppose this will be the panel. We've maybe one or two more to come back in. There's other guys out injured at the moment, um, guys who've been starting last year. But you want like these guys want the chance to show us what they can do, and you couldn't think of better opposition than, than Cork and Limerick so we're delighted to get those games and play that and these guys will be ready and hungry for that game again
0: I suppose just a couple of injury worries there. Conor O'Keefe and Mikey Boyle is, was it just maybe. I think Conor might have been a head. Was this injury? Yes, possibly? yeah,
2: yeah. Just a head injury, so hopefully he'll be fine. And uh, Mikey, I'm actually sure what what it is at the moment. I heard two different things coming off, but we'll find out in the next few minutes. And hopefully he's not too
0: serious. Absolutely. well other than that, I suppose heading in now to to the game against Limerick, setting up for the league campaign, you'll just be looking to take as many positives out and getting that test and physicality into the side as well.
2: That's it exactly. And the physicality is a big thing. We saw it here tonight. We were delighted I suppose, Carl came at a serious amount of physicality, and we we wanted to match. Set tonight, so we're happy. I, suppose, I know at, at moments, well, maybe we're showing the ball a bit too much when we're, we're going to win it, but uh, no, the, the other game, I think, just Limerick, all Ireland champions, like, well, what a greater chance to test your physicality than against them?
0: Absolutely, Stephen, thanks a minute. Yeah, Stephen Malumphy there, of course, former Waterford hurler, now the Kerry manager. I spoke to Shane Kingston, obviously, you mentioned how he pulled up with a, an injury in the uh, start of the second half on Thursday night. Hopefully, nothing too serious. Spoke to him before Christmas, it was for the launch of air sponsorship of the all ireland championships and uh, shane spoke about the s- season gone by obviously um his dad no longer being the cork manager and heading into a new season in 2023. i'm joined by air ambassador and cork hurler shane kingston last month air was unveiled as a new sponsor of the ga hurling all ireland senior championship the five year deal which was announced on november 30th further cements the long standing relationship between air and the ga highlighting the synergies that exist between hurling the world's fastest field sport and air which is committed to providing full fibre superfast broadband to over 1.9 million homes and businesses across Ireland Shane how was the last couple of months been I suppose first of all since the end of the club season
7: um, I suppose yeah the the club season for me any, anyway ended uh, I suppose earlier than initially expected um, so we got knocked out in the quarter final again against the Bears so Probably had ten or twelve weeks there to, I suppose, relax and train away in my own time, and uh, slowly getting back into the the club season now again.
0: Yeah, I suppose Douglas have been. You've been building a really good team for a while. You put in some big performances. I imagine it is very fr- frustrating that you did go out in the last eight after a pretty much perfect group stage as well.
7: Yeah, I suppose it's our fourth year now after getting knocked out in the quarterfinals, so. Um, but each year we either have one or two huge performances um, beating a team that you probably wouldn't be expected to be beating and then having a few blips and getting caught um, each year so I suppose just going forward it's trying to build that base and build that consistency going into 2023
0: Club rivalries. uh get put aside now for, for another six months or so uh, and a change of regime this year. Um, I think everyone has been coached by a parent uh, at some stage in their life, but to be coached at, at senior and at county level by your by your dad was, I'm sure, uh, special. It's also a very rare thing to happen in the GAA, uh, in these times at least.
3: Yeah,
7: I suppose for me, I was probably, I was used to it uh, growing up. He was always kind of involved with, um, with my underage teams with Douglas and stuff. And then when we kind of broke in, I'm sure, there was a good shot of us broke in around twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. So I obviously had my dad managing then. So you know, I was kinda of used to it and um sure, look, obviously he's decided to part ways with Cork. Um so yeah, he's gonna make up for last time now, I'd say um, Soaking the golf trips and the holidays and all that kind of stuff over the next few months.
0: Exactly, and well-deserved as well. Uh, Pat Ryan steps in after being at the helm of very positive underage campaigns. Has there been a a big change so far, or is it uh, still too early to to assess his impact, I suppose, so far?
7: Um, I suppose it's probably a bit early at the moment, um, but look, uh, we've had... I suppose, success under Pat previously, 2017, won the Munster, um, and then there's plenty of fellas then that have All-Irelands with them, the under-20s, two years in a row, so Pat has been involved with, I think, everyone bar one uh, on the panel, so obviously we're delighted to have Pat involved and in bringing his experience and his hurling brain, so looking forward to next year um, with Pat in charge.
0: Positivity is a word I've heard a lot when it comes to Pat as a coach, and I imagine it's very important, especially when it comes to a younger squad as well.
7: Yeah, definitely, sure. Obviously, you need uh, fellas to be pushing pushing training and being very positive amongst the group, Um, and Pat definitely brings that. I suppose he knows what it takes as well, having done the back-to-back All-Irelands and been involved in our success in 2017 winning the Munster. So. That knows what it takes. Um, an early blow.
0: Uh, so far in the season, I suppose with Mark Coleman unavailable. Well, for the Munster Championship anyway, which for Mark personally is, is devastating, and it's it's also a big, a, a big blow for E in the squad.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I was actually only talking to him the other day. Um, so yeah, it was the cartilage in his knee. I suppose Coleman's been solidified his position in twenty seventeen straight away. The two of us actually made our debut in twenty sixteen after our leaving Sir. But um Obviously, Mark's experience, having an All-Star as well in 2017, he'll be missed hugely, but hopefully he can, um, I suppose, speed up the recovery process as much as he can and get him back onto the field as quickly as possible when it's safe to do so.
0: Yeah, You're one of the more senior players in the squad heading into the season, despite being fairly young yourself. Do you feel that responsibility to drive things on along with the other leaders in the team?
7: Um, Yeah, I suppose. Look, I'm 25 now, but probably going into my... It's probably my eighth season now, so I feel like I'm getting a bit old. But um, yeah, look, every year you want to be driving it as much as you can. Um, I suppose it kind of, it kind of gets built into your character over the years. Then you probably become a bit more confident speaking amongst groups and amongst amongst your peers. Um, so obviously, like over the last couple of years, you get that bit more comfortable. So yeah, hoping to I suppose encourage fellas as much as I can and bring them along if um if i have the chance to do so
0: yeah big league campaign on the horizon it can be a bit of a fixation i suppose the fact that it's going to be 25 years since a league title uh, has come to cork but for this group it would be a major milestone outside of the wider context if you were to go on and win a league campaign this year
7: yeah definitely i suppose for once you are winning any medal um senior in the county it's a it's a good achievement um Yeah, we haven't, we definitely haven't won a league title anyway. So as we came close last year getting to a league final and it was a, it was a mere poor performance then in the end. But look, I suppose over the next few months in the league games, we'll just be looking at, um, I suppose, getting that consistency and maybe breaking in a few new fellas, giving fellas a chance to, to prove themselves. So, um, yeah, we'll just be looking at, looking at that and hopefully if we get over the line then in the end, do you know happy days
0: obviously you would rather if, if the outcome had been different but the fact that there's a lot of players in the squad that have experiences of playing an all-Ireland final and, and a league final as well you know playing national finals that is big to bring along with the squad and you know a lot of people always say you have to lose one to win one so you're hoping that that can be a, a huge catalyst to, to drive on the squad going into 2023
7: yeah definitely I suppose after losing a, a league final and an all-Ireland final probably in the space of nine months do you know obviously you that's never easy to take, but I suppose you can, you can look back on it and take the learnings from it, um, and hopefully build going forward and take your experience and your your heart, I suppose, from uh, from both those games, and I suppose use it as fuel going forward.
0: We speak, uh, of course, at the launch of the All-Ireland Championships, um, air sponsoring for 2023. Uh, big championship games in a cello, Parky Quive is what everyone in Cork wants to see. And I'm sure it's what ye as players want to experience as well. And you'll feed off of that energy uh, if you can get those big occasions in Parky Quive in, in twenty
7: three. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Everyone loves playing in their home patch, really. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's always great to have the uh, the backing of the, the Cork supporters. Um, even some of those games over the last couple of years in Turles and in Parkie cueve sure they've been immense, really, having that support behind you. So, um, yeah, looking forward to doing that again now next year. Is it
0: something you've you've kind of missed in the last couple of years that we haven't had that that big occasion in Parky cueve you know, pretty much since... Since it's kind of open there, has, there hasn't there has been That one big Sort of occasion Is that something You would really like To do in, in, in next year
7: uh, Yeah I haven't really Thought about it too much To be honest I suppose We wouldn't really be Worrying too much About the venue um, You just go out And you play the game There's there's a pitch And goalposts The same as any other place So obviously It's probably nicer For the spectators To have it at home But from my perspective, it doesn't make too much of a difference. But obviously, it'd be great as well to play in front of the home crowd. But, you know, we won't we won't be too focused on that at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. Well, Shane, look, the best of luck for the season. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. Perfect. Thanks, Aidan. Shane Kingston there and uh, that is it we are out of time Rory is going to be along tomorrow for uh, another edition of The Big Red Bench big thank you for tuning in to us again for 2023 Stevie G is on the way next The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Cork's Red FM